You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And just in regards to that, there's been some comments recently. I think by Phil Gould, who's uh, questioning. Oh. What's going oh, it's on? It's an abomination. A- abomination. It's, the HIA protocols are an abomination. Well, they're the words that he allegedly an used. An abomination. Uh, now, for us, we not intimately understanding all of it, but it seems like a common sense thing you'd have with this HIA situation where uh, a doctor's there to uh, assess an individual's health and well-being, but apparently, according to some... It's a, what is it, Andy? It's an abomination. Right. Now, do you believe it's a... An abomination. Uh, do you? <laughs> no, and uh, we're talking about the use of an independent doctor who, yep. yes. who may see a collision and a player looks like he, he might be dazed or suffered a potential concussion. They have to get removed from the field and, and get tested. I think, it's, I think it's a really good safeguard, mate, to be honest. And I think players, you know, players and coaches are such competitive beasts that they just want to win, and, and at times they'll put that ahead of their own health. So I think having someone independently in there who can... You know, I'm not saying any coaches have that motivation to leave a player on their concuss, but, you know, it's a good safeguard to have. I don't have an issue with it. I think it's really good, and I think, if anything, we need to be really strong on, on how we deal with concussion because we've seen yes. the studies are showing that, uh, you know, that long-term, the, the damage is there. So we can, in a full-contact sport, we need to be really uh, at the forefront of that. Just having said that, and to put it on the record, if the independent doctor who's sitting in the bunker sees something that the sideline doctor, the club doctors at the venue haven't seen, sends the message down, Christian Welsh has copped a knock in back play. He needs to come off and be assessed, and it's a close game, and you want to be out there, but you get the tap on the shoulder and off you come. Uh, Are you going to cop that sweet? Happily cop that, mate. To be honest, at the end of the day... It's a game of football. 13 guys are tackling each other in jerseys. You know, we, we get a bit stupid about this stuff. It's your yeah, long-term yeah. health, mate. We're talking well CT. We're talking dementia, not knowing your grandkids' names. Like, come on, like, these guys, like, yeah, we want to win games of football. But to be honest, something as scary as CT, you shouldn't be mucking around with that stuff. Well, I thought it was fantastic what Christian Welsh was talking about with the HIA and just the objectivity about it any, all. But any reaction or response well, or Well, Damo or... said that, uh, that perhaps we have misrepresented what, um, what, was the, what the article was about, Phil, Phil, Gould. Phil Gould's article and the comments. Misrepresented him. Well, that's what he believes and he, he thinks that we haven't read it. Well, I have certainly read it. I've read and it. And I don't believe there's any misrepresentation. Well, You've got the article in front. Can you just... Yeah, I'll read it. Can you I'll, just I'll read out bits. see if read. this can be misrepresented? I won't read the whole article no, no, of course that Damo's not. referring to, but this is what Phil Gould had to say on Channel 9's 100% footy. Quote, I've talked about concussion as hysteria and where the game is heading and why it's headed that way and who they've given weight to, media and doctors and lawyers. All this misinformation, Gould said. Misinformation? Misinformation. Oh. I think, so he doesn't believe... No. Know, he doesn't believe... They're telling know, the truth. ...that half the collision incidents are worthy mm. of HIA protocols. Right. And he's got questions about the motives for mm. why we're doing it in the first place. I think this is a quote. I think the doctor in the bunker is the greatest abomination perpetrated on our game in history. 
It's a fairly um, closed-ended sort of statement, I would have thought. M not much ambiguity in there. It's confusing for players. Not every bump to the head is a concussion. Not every concussion is life-threatening. It's just total overkill, says Phil. I don't know how the players and the coaches are going to contend with this. I understand player welfare, okay? So do clubs, so do coaches, so does everybody, so do doctors. Well, so does Christian Welsh. Mm. And if he gets, as he just said, if I get the tap on the shoulder, even though even if I'm I think I'm 100% off. right, I'm coming off because I understand there's a bigger picture yeah. of play here. David King was really interesting. Now, Kingy, irrespective... Um, and separate for, from what Phil Gould had to say. Kingy put out a tweet uh, about 9.42pm on the... So yesterday. So last night, caught to 10 last night. Said Kingy, I listened to the AFL representatives last week in the annual media briefing. They said, quote, we're doing everything possible to protect players from concussion or sub-concussion head trauma. End of quote. Less than 48 hours later, Dugowie, Pruce and Cochin says Kingy, I call BS. I can understand why Kingy is frustrated. You get told something that this is an absolute priority, mm. coming back to the AFL now, absolute priority, uh, paramount importance, big picture, long-term consequences, where we have a greater understanding mm. of, of all, all head trauma to the various degrees that it, is, um, that it, that it, is, that it exists. And we are hell-bent on making a difference. And then mm. in, the, in one week in the trial games, so, mm. there are two incidents in particular mm. where there is some sort of head trauma. Okay, the players on the receiving end aren't overly knocked around, mm. but it doesn't mean they didn't suffer any head trauma. And this is where mm. people like, I think, if I may, I think this is where people like Phil Gould and Ricky Stewart and mm. others, mm. They, they know what an old-fashioned concussion looks like. Mm. No doubt about that. Blokes wobble there. We're in a different, we're in a different era, right? Of course now. we are, and, mate. and it's sometimes very difficult to tell. Now I don't want to. I don't think I'm absolutely positive we didn't misrepresent Phil Gould. Oh no, so but, I. Yeah. And I don't want to rep misrepresent Kingy. But my interpretation of that, given the incidents that we saw yesterday with the Goey and with Cochin, I think they're the ones that he was referring yeah, yeah, to. I sure. believe yep. is that oh, no, he's no, saying, no, 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 the Proust one. No, the Cochin one was the forearm. That, yes. So he's, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But but either way, I think his point is that we're, we're dealing with um, a reactive situation, and we're not strong enough on prevention. And he thinks that you prevent, you provide better preventative measures if you provide sanctions for what those two acts were, even though that the, the consequences weren't deemed to be as uh, impactful, yep. nevertheless, it's the consequences of those that has been the issue. And that's what I think Kingy is saying, that, we, that the league needs to be stronger on. I don't think there's any doubt about that. That's exactly what he's talking about. This is what, in case you missed what Ricky Stewart had to say after his opening round game, this is what Ricky Stewart had to say after the weekend. The RPA, the, the NRL, they don't trust coaches, mate. Do you think I'd let a player play if he had a uh, concussion or he's concussed. Um, and I don't just trust the player's comments when he comes to the sideline in regards to that. But when he's down, getting his leg leg attended to, and I ask him, and his eyes, isn't, there was no fatigue and there was no pain in his eyes in regards to when he came off, he was very coherent. That, that didn't help us in that game. That's why I talk about toughness. And there was two of them. 
Yep, okay, Corey might have had the HIA. We had to serve we had to serve two players there in very important positions for thirty minutes in that game. Um, but the RLPA, um, they, they don't they don't trust coaches. All they do is want to come and talk to me about how much more time off the players are going to get and how much more money. I didn't hear any of those. I didn't hear anybody from the RLPA come out and try and go to the NRL in regards to playing up here at four thirty in the afternoon. We were very lucky that it wasn't the immediate of what it was yesterday because I think it could have been dangerous for the players' welfare. Well, that might be true. Yeah, that, the last that, might be true. That absolutely no might be true, and yeah. that might be another issue that but needs it's a, to be. But it's a side, Mark. It's a different of it set is. of circumstances to what we're talking about. Yeah. What did you make of that? Uh, well, I think there's a consistency there where they feel that they should have more authority or their own club should be more responsible for assessing some of those injuries that might occur or some, even if they're not injuries, they're incidents that happen that need to be assessed. Mm. Indeed. We're here for Berwick BMW. Book your service uh, at Berwick BMW. Foxtel footy live in 4K Ultra HD only on Foxtel. And anytime fitness, make your own rules at any time fitness. Off to the newsroom with Stone Cold. Steve Monaghetti to join us in the next half hour. Well, Caught you, Jared, up after us here on uh, 11.16 Can't wait. Before you get to something yes. you want to get to, okay. uh, Craig's in Hoppers Crossing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did probably a bit more on the concussion stuff than we were intending to do, but it's something that you and I are really interested in and is a major issue, like a, one of the major issues. And will continue to be. Oh, more so mm. than it is right now. So mm. whether you're interested in it or not, it's going to be one of the most significant issues in the sports that many of the sports that we love as many as any other. Craig, welcome to the program. G'day, Andy. How are you, mate? Good, good. Um, yeah, I was just calling... Um, in relation to all that, um, my old man was actually my stepfather, but but has been well, basically my father for many years. Yep. He uh, he played as a 19 year old in the '63 premiership for Geelong, Gordon Hind. Oh wow! And yep. uh, he he kicked three goals in that, and then a few years later, played in the '67 grand final against Richmond. And during that match, fairly early in, he he, he hurt him hurt his leg. Now, late in the game, I think it was late in the third, could have been in the fourth now, I should know, he uh, he finally had to go off the ground. And back then, once you're off, you're off. Then he had a couple of reserves. Yep. And uh, anyway, they lost by well, not much. And uh, he, he just said that the pain was excruciating. This is a very tough man. And he still is to this day after cancer battles and all the rest of it. But he recalls after that match being told by July, and I won't name names, but being told, you, you know, and, and it's people who are, you know, like coaching staff and, and such, you know, you've cost us that match by going off the oh, ground. Geez. You should have played oh. through. And, and I guess my point is, you were saying earlier, things have changed. I mean, it's not just concussion. Nowadays, a player you know, falls over, oh, I've hurt my knee, I've done whatever. There's no mucking around with it. They're off the ground and, and, and they're off the scans or, you know, let, let's be careful about this. So why would we even have the slightest um, doubt about taking them off with a possible concussion, knowing what no. we know now? No, no, because Craig, I couldn't. I, the premise you're putting is I can completely agree with it. It's because back in the day, mm. that's what you did. Correct. You push through. You might have had a broken mm. leg and you'd push through. You might have been concussed. You go back on the ground. You're a hero. Yeah, you had the right. wobbles and you got back up and played on. Yep. What a hero. Because we didn't know. Mm. We didn't know what the long-term consequences of some of these things were. And back in the day, it was what we did and what was accepted. 
and it's but it's not what we do anymore, and it's not acceptable for a whole lot of reasons, mate. Mm. Uh, and you know that, Craig. I can tell by the the premise of your question and the story that you've mm. told. So, um, mate, your father and your stepdad is a hero, mate. To push through as hard as he did. Um, and for as long as he did, without knowing the details of that game. Or the consequences. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That, that's heroic stuff, mate. And uh, hopefully he's been able to let that go on the way through. Um, Lee's on the road. Good afternoon, mate. Yeah, gay boys. How are we? Yeah, good. good. Thanks. Really quickly, this diagnosing on the... Come back to us, Lee. You were starting. I want to hear what you've got to say, but you've mm-hmm. dropped out straight away, mate. Are you still there? Oh, Leroy. I reckon Leroy might have just... Uh, I don't know which way he's going to go. Oh, he's in a little bit of, bit of a uh, sort of a black zone and we can't quite pick him up. Mm. Rod, give me the, the ting if we're a chance of getting Lee back. Otherwise, we'll get to the break. Give me a chance. Of, nah, no, no good. Oh. Lee, give score back if you can. Uh, if you're still listening, we want to know what you've got to say. We'll clear a break. Steve Monteghetti's going to join us. Run for the kids is up again. I think Steve Monteghetti's got a very special place in the history of King Island as well. he's had a big win here. I think we might have a chat to him about that and a whole lot of other stuff when the legend of Australian track and field, or athletics in particular, joins it. Never thrown a javelin or a discus or a shot put, but he's run long distances very quickly with the Australian singlet on many occasions. At the Olympic Games. Thank you very much. He's going to join us next.